Good evening, everyone. Better late than never, but this is episode 16, and it is the second half of our World Cup preview, even though it's kind of turned into a review in some sense. (laughs) (laughs) And we're also going to cover the the latest Brayhead clan news uh, just briefly at the start. So I think uh, without any further ado, we should just go straight into it. All right, I'm just fire right in. Fire away. Um, so the first bits of news in terms of transfers were that uh, two two departures from the club from last year. We had uh, Craig Sescon, who has uh, will be making his way to Romania next year, and uh, Jacob Doty, who's swapped Neil Black teams, I guess you could say, uh, and will be playing at Nottingham next year. Um, Swapped Neil, Neil Black for Neil Black. Yeah, I guess Sescon first. What are your thoughts there? Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I guess it's kind of it's a bit of a strange move uh, in terms of that team because I think they also signed Cody Carlson as well. Um, and and Mikael Ledhammer from Guildford. Oh, did they? Yeah, so All right. three from the league there. Scouts are obviously over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what their what their scouts are looking at, but um, there's definitely better players in the league. But uh, I don't know. It must just be in terms of their wage uh, structure or whatever. Um, although I did have a look at that team, uh, Corona Brazov. Yeah, I think they they lost in the final last season in the in the Romanian league. Okay, I'm guess I'm guessing that they've got like a proper playoff system as well, then. I would think so, yeah. Um obviously not that up to speed on the on the Romanian hockey league, but uh, No, not that anybody's gonna test you really. No, that's true. I could just say anything really. You could hear it. People would believe it. But they did no, they did uh, they did finish runners up uh, last season, so They'll obviously be a decent team, uh, so just I, I don't know. It seems a bit strange the the Sescon and and Carlson thing, uh, and obviously Lutamer as well. If you're saying, um, I don't know. I'm not that bothered about him leaving. To be honest, uh, I don't think he really. I mean, I know the, t- the team overall was bad last season, but uh, I don't think he did much in particular to. Uh, stake a claim for coming back this season. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I was I was a bit disappointed. I think, um, I mean, he he uh, certainly at times looked quite solid, and that's absolutely what he was he was brought in to do. He, he wasn't uh, the kind of guy who who's been to to score points. Um, he got four goals, ten assists last year. Um, I don't know. I just I just think he looked. Sometimes a bit off the pace. Um, Hundred and three penalty minutes as well. I, I think overall thought is that he's somebody we can we can upgrade on, um, and whether that's uh, Fitzy or you know Stannis, Stannis different type of player. I think somebody can improve on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think so as well. Um... I don't know. I, he did seem to to stick out in terms of, you know, taking taking daft penalties at um, at 
kind of ridiculous points in the game where we just needed a bit of uh, <clears throat> a bit of try to keep the puck for a bit um, in certain games, and I think uh, obviously that like him himself didn't didn't cause us to lose games, but it doesn't help when when you are taking uh, daft penalties and you're being you're being left on the penalty kill for. Uh, for long periods of time in some games last season, um, but he's 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 thirty one now. I think Sesklin, so uh, he's had a few seasons in the EHL, so it's, um, I don't really know where else where else he could go in in this league if he wasn't coming back to us. Um, so I think it's probably in his best interest to uh, look elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, I think. My final thoughts are that he's the kind of guy that I think you'd not want to notice, uh, and maybe he was noticed a wee bit too often last year. But that's also a reflection of the team. Uh, wasn't a great year, but yeah. So Jacob Dote as well. Uh, obviously, Nottingham new coaches has seen something in him, um, showed glimpses. You know, he, he maybe wasn't as physical as people thought he was going to be. Played most of his stuff with the puck, more than probably I thought it was going to be. Um, went through spells of scoring some good goals, you know, in front of the net. I think that's the kind of player that Nottingham are looking to get. Um, to be fair, I think he was, certainly was he not in our top three, maybe, at least maybe, at least top five for points, 16 goals, 19 assists. 157 penalty minutes. Um, it, w- it was definitely, I guess, if you're being honest, you could say he was probably one of our better players at times last year. But again, in a bad season, he's not somebody I'm devastated to see move on. Yeah, I would agree. I think um, when he was when he was bad, he was bad. Though, it, it really, it really stood out for me anyway. Um, but when he was good, like you say, he could um, produce uh, glimpses and, and did get his quite a, a lot of important goals, uh, I think. And he he was one of the few players that um, managed to step up at, at points during, during the season last year as well. Um, but I'm not I'm not overly fussed that he's that he's leaving and he's also staying in the league. Um, I felt he was. He was really slow. He's a, he's a really slow skater, um, and obviously he's obviously he's a big player. Um, but I don't think he used that. He don't think he yeah. used that enough. Um, for his last season, I don't remember. I don't remember him making much in the way of sort of checks on the border, uh, sort of chasing players down and stuff. But well, maybe Nottingham will bring out the best in him. Uh, who knows? But. As we've said, not not overly fast. Yeah, he's still young as well. He's only twenty four, so there's still room for him to sort of develop as well. I actually forget how young he is. That's Some size for that. Yeah, some some body on him. <laughs> um, we then moved on to some some incomings. Then we had uh, the news that I think it was at Scott Tansky next. But I can't remember exactly the chronological order, but. Mm-hmm. Energy forward Scott Tansky has joined <laughs> Brayhead, and um, I don't think there's really too much we can say. He's not, by the looks of it, not brought in for 
scoring points, but probably that sort of checking role, um, maybe third line sort of thing, um, just to try and get get the. I, I was going to avoid saying energy. But I need to say it. <laughs> getting the energy back in the lineup uh, with some big hits and stuff and some sort of scrappy, I guess, scrappy players. The impression I get. Yeah, gritty as well. You yeah, get that. All these, all these words uh, to describe him. Um, yeah, he's, well, he's 28. He's spent the last six years in the ECHL. Uh, he had four, four seasons with Orlando Solar Bears. I think um, they're kind of fast becoming the new Florida Everblades. Just taking all the players? Aye, uh, just in terms of players coming to us. Because I think... Um, who else was it? Was somebody else that we've seen that's come from or once played there or something? Not sure, can't remember. Um but I uh playing at Reading Royals as well. And I think like point like point production's obviously not that great, but then if he's playing third line, then he's he's been used in that, that sort of gritty role. Um so it'll be interesting to see how Pete Russell sort of utilizes him and if indeed they will be on the third line, which I suspect they will be yeah I mean we can withhold judgment really in, until we see see what it's like one of these guys that comes in the league really suits him uh, style mm-hmm. and stuff and gets the crowd going but I don't think he's not got loads of penalty minutes either so it's not like we can sort of uh, pigeonhole him into a role yet or it seems as though maybe he has been uh, but as you say who knows what Peter Russell's going to do with him so not a not a signing that's going to light up our yeah. team, but I guess another piece, depending on how much money we've got to spend this year, as has been said from various sources, maybe these are the kind of guys that we'll be getting, who knows. Um, yeah, no, I guess we'll just have to, have to wait and see on that front. We had the uh, double goalkeeping news, goaltending news, Starting, I suppose, with the return of Gary Russell, um, who we now know is going to be again in that backup role. Um, pleased to see him back. I think he's as good a backup as we can really have to get. Be looking for more of a game this year. Yeah, possibly. Um, I he only played four games, I think, over the course of the season last year. So I'm not sure though. I'm I'm not sure if we'll see if we'll see him any more than that. Like other than maybe. An injury to our number one goalie, but um, I think no, like he is, he is a good backup, and he can uh, come in and he'll do, he'll do a, a good job for us. And he's, you know, he, he has a good quality backup uh, to have in the league. He's fairly reliable, um, I would say. So it's uh, it's good to have him back. I think for the season. Yeah, always somebody that you can count on. I think coming in and. Maybe even playing more games, so pleased with that. Obviously, is probably if he did have ambitions of being a starting goal, I don't know how his work commitments and things tied mm-hmm. together with that. So maybe the, the setup that he's got is quite suitable. Who knows? Um, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, he dropped to to four games last year, having played twenty the season before. So mm. maybe looking for something in between that. Um, yeah. So he'll be back up to. Probably have to say. Um, uh, Quite excited to see what this guy 
is all about Joel Rumpel, who is still pretty young, 27. Canadian comes from the uh, East Coast League with Utah. Um, was in the San Jose organization as well. Um, I think he could do do some good things in this league. Yeah, I think so. I think he's he's won two ECHL trophies. I think with uh, Alan Americans, maybe. Americans, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, so and and then obviously I think uh, last year with the Grizzlies, although I think they were um, particularly great in the league, so um, he's had that experience of playing with teams that are really good and teams that are pretty awful. So, and he's always kind of maintained that sort of runabout point nine safe percentage. So, uh, I think that's that stands in good stead as well. If you can have somebody like that, um, that's. Uh, consistent because I think that's kind of the key for us I think we need a bit of consistency yeah and hopefully we're more solid in front of him um, sort of learned our lessons from last year what I quite like is that he's 6 feet 3 yeah um, which is it's huge to be honest and you've seen the success not that it means anything but in this league um, a couple of quite boys look at like Brian Stewart for example who has done really well and previously we've been down the road of slightly smaller guys, you know, Zykowski, who's really diminutive. Yeah. I don't think Kyle Jones was the biggest either, I might be wrong, but nice to see a bit of a change in somebody who's still quite young and hungry, maybe looking for a big move in, in Europe in the next couple of years, but... Yeah, who knows, it's supposed to be a, it'll be a good, a good stepping stone for him anyway, if that's what, what his plans are, but he's... Kind of coming into the primary prime of his uh, career now, sorry, um, at twenty seven. So he's, I think it'll be a really good uh, acquisition for us. He's got a good a good pedigree, obviously with um, the ECHL. So yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of due a bit. Of, I don't think Ryan I was was a bad keeper. Um, he was he was put behind a bad bad defence. Um, but I think we're due a, a wee bit of luck with a goalie. Maybe this will this will be the year you look at like Fife and Dundee, for example. They've in the last few years picked up some really good keepers. Um, so maybe maybe this will be our year. Who knows? But quite like the quite like the sound of them. So there was a a wee bit of non transfer related news in that having pulled out Leon pulled out of the pre season games. They're replaced by a team who are close to our travels. I guess you could say. Uh, Budapest coming in, which will be good, more good quality games. Seen something a bit different in the preseason, so it's good that they managed to get somebody in rather than just all play another elite league team or just play the, the teams that, that are available. So good to see that. Yeah, definitely. It's um, four good caliber teams as well. So I think ideally I would like to go to all of them, but it's. Um, probably just going to be a, a case of picking and choosing what games we're going to see. Picking mix. But no, the good good quality team, so I'm quite excited to, to see some of that. Yeah, it'll be a bit of a change. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I guess we'll. the plan is that we would cover some of the Elite League's next episode um, and we'd move on to part two of our World Cup preview. Yep, let's, let's do it.
Okay, so the, the plan that we're going to go with is to cover a bit of what we've already previewed <laughs> that's happened in uh, the first four groups, and then we'll go into the groups E, F, G, and H uh, after that um, and see where we get to. So, um, a review, it, preview, a review, review, <laughs> <laughs> review. <laughs> you should uh, you should copyright that word. Preview, yeah. Um, so in in group A we had the the big opening that I think we all except yourself had predicted. Um, <laughs> Russia absolutely pumping Saudi Arabia five nil. Emphatic to say the least. Uh, given some of the games that that we saw to follow that, but. Yeah. No, definitely not not my finest hour there. Um but that's that's the thing with it, with these things, you need you need to come up with some ridiculous predictions to make it interesting. So I thought why not? Yeah, no, I, I like I like that you were bold and, and went with that, but uh Nobody wants boring, do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> um, and in the other game, uh, Uruguay, I think squeaked would be the best word to use for it mm. yeah, I think it was an extra time added time wasn't it they got got the goal against Egypt um, Aye. one of the main talking points being that Mo Salah was on the bench didn't get on I, I think maybe that was probably down to not being fully fit yeah I think so um, it it was a shame for Egypt because they did they did well actually um, throughout the game, but I didn't think that Uruguay were were particularly great, um, especially especially the likes of Suarez, who you just kind of expect to to run all day and chase the ball down for ninety minutes, but it just I don't know, it just wasn't wasn't the the Luis Suarez that we that we know that plays for Barcelona. Yeah, they were maybe the first of the big teams that have disappointed. Um, not all the big teams are disappointed, but given some of their players, um, I think uh, we probably expected more. We we all said that we thought Uruguay were going to top the group, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And they may absolutely still do that, probably will. But uh, they'll be happy with a clean sheet. I know they're big on big on the defensive side of the game um, but expecting more from them and certainly against Saudi Arabia I think they should be expected to be more expansive and stuff Yeah I think so um, again it's just um, it's the same way by a number of other teams so I just don't think that they've, uh, they've hit the ground running and uh, maybe taking a while to adjust uh, excuse me or whatever, but it's there's still still plenty of plenty of time to to fix that. Yep. Let's see. What else have we got? Uh, Morocco and group, Iran. Group B then, yeah. Uh, Morocco and Iran finished one 0 to Iran. That was a a shock. It was a bit, yeah. Um, Morocco's first first goal conceded for for a while, I think. Um, in terms of in terms of actual games, not not friendlies, but uh, no, it was a, it was a, a result that su- surprised everyone. I think. 
and uh, a, a good game on, on Friday night there. Portugal, Spain drawing 3 all with two or three different lead changes. Um, big Cristiano stepping up when needed, carrying them through. Yeah, I wonder how many people when he when he stepped up to uh, hit that free kick in the end said that he was going to hit the wall with it or just blast it out of the stadium because that's what tends to happen, I think. But you know, it's credit to him when he's he, he got his hat trick and uh, I think he he definitely carries that team. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But I, I felt that they played. Overall, they played uh, really well in, in match spin for, for the whole game, I think. Yeah, I think um, probably the two of them looking at that now, obviously, Iran with three points, you wouldn't have expected that, but yeah. I think still both be confident of going through that fairly comfortably. They wouldn't have seen too much to worry them in, in the other game. Mm-hmm. Um, group C then. France beating Australia 2 1. Um, and a wee, wee bit of goal line technology involved in that one. Um, again, France disappointing, Australia unlucky. Yeah, I think so. Uh, again, France a bit similar to Uruguay. I don't think they've not started particularly well. Um, and I feel like they were, they were actually lucky to, to win that game. Uh, given given Australia's performance. Um, but I think the the main kind of talking point so far in the World Cup has definitely been this VAR uh, stuff that seems to have kind of almost taken over, like, or sort of dictated uh, a few games, I think. What do you make of it? I like the idea of it. I do like the idea of uh, VAR, but it's just... Um, I don't think it's been been used properly, I think. Uh, there's still some teething problems there and I think they I think they've they've rushed it through. <laughs> they've uh, rushed it through to um to just to have, have it ready, to have it ready for the World Cup, but I don't know. I just I'm not I'm not sure about it. I I like the idea of it but I don't think it's it's been set up correctly or properly yet. Yeah, I guess we'll maybe come back to it after the, the group games are done or whatever um, since there will no doubt be more more controversial use of it uh, as it goes on but it's always going to be one of these things that wasn't right from the start I guess you've got to start somewhere so yeah no, um, I, don't, I, don't. I just feel like it's not like it's taken away from the game really it's just the headlines are all about uh, video assistant refereeing and but again, it's maybe just down to the games as well. I don't think the games have been particularly great overall. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. But then I don't know if it's just just comparing it to 2014 where pretty much every game was was great. Um, but who knows? Yeah. Um, Peru... Lost out one 0 to Denmark. Um, I think again uh, another one 0 there. Um, that's the first three groups having a one 0 in the first first few games. Um, I think I probably would have predicted Denmark to win that, but again 
nothing really convincing. Peru making it difficult. Yeah, I, I feel like that was probably the probably a game that could have could have went either way. I think. Um, but I think like, I think I predicted Denmark to to narrowly win that one as well. Um, so like they got there in the end, but it wasn't wasn't that great a game again. But I think Peru gave a good a good account of themselves. Um, and finally, uh, out of the the previously previewed groups, um, Iceland, great performance to hold Argentina to a one 0 draw, um, and then Croatia. 2-0 win over a, a really poor-looking Nigeria team. Yeah, yeah, Nigeria were, were so poor. It was unbelievable. just didn't think that they were, they were at a, a, a World Cup and uh, I think Croatia really needed to step out of second gear really for that one. But um, no, I, And then, obviously, a, an excellent result for Iceland and uh, that's kind of, to me, that's that's what the World Cup's all about. It's, uh, the way teams are uh, doing well and getting getting big results like that against uh, against one of the tournament's favourites. Yep, Messi, I think, missed a penalty in that game, so um, they certainly had chances, but mm-hmm. couldn't put it away, so um, absolutely fair play to Iceland, and they'll maybe, maybe have hopes now of Progressing out the groups, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, I think that's arguably the the, the toughest game in the group for them. So if if they can play like that again, uh, who's to say that they can go through? Yeah, all three teams there will be based on Nigeria's performance. Will be looking to to win that, so it could be tight. Iceland playing Croatia last game and Nigeria are. Up against Argentina, so that that one might be go down right down to the wire. So on to groups E to H, and these are the 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 last four that we we didn't preview, but um, we'll we'll start then with Group E, obviously, if we're being properly alphabetical. Um, we had uh, the opening games of that group yesterday, uh, but the. The four four teams in that group we've got Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia. What what are your? Well, I guess we have to cover the fact that there's already been two games in there. So, uh, Serbia beat Costa Rica with a, a good collar of free kick. I don't, I, I don't actually see that game. Although that was the that's the the one and only game so far that I've had a correct score. Uh, a correct score for in, in the predictor. You should count yourself lucky because I've still had none. <laughs> yeah. a, fair, a fair amount of correct results, but that, that doesn't win yeah. you trophies. No, exactly. exactly. Even uh, then, even then, some of the results are. Yeah, no, I know. All over the place as well. But um, yeah, no, I. A good win for for Serbia again. I I think it was one of those games that could have been, uh, tossing a coin could have went either way. But uh, I think probably Serbia's quality just shone through. I guess they're uh, playing better opposition on a more regular basis. So 
Yeah, I mean, what what do you think about uh, Serbia's chances going into that group? Obviously, the wins put them in a, a really good position, but I'd have probably said that they'd be looking to uh, finish, finish as runners-up in that one. Yeah. Just some of the players, they've got a lot of quite talented players, but having seen Brazil being held by Switzerland, then <laughs> I guess no reason why Serbia can't go in and win that group, really. Yeah, true. Um, well, I think um, I think Switzerland's uh, squad are, are really good as well, so I think they'll be difficult to beat as as they've, all, they've already shown. Um, but so I, I think it'll be a battle between those two. I think Brazil. Will, uh, I think they'll come good again. I think one of the one of the many teams so far that haven't uh, performed all that well. So um, I, I expect Brazil to to pick up because they they do tend to do that. So yeah, I I think I think I'd agree. You look at the the front front players of all through the team really but the the front players of brazil um that is a, a kind of scary lineup for any defense so um they'll have been well have been looking to to win all those games um a bit of a setback there being held by switzerland but uh looking to bounce back i think against costa rica yeah i would i would think so um and again, it just it sets up that that last tie against Serbia, so that could be that could be a really interesting uh, end to that group as well. Yeah. Um. So, are you seeing Brazil topping that group then? Uh, I th- I think so. Yeah, I think eventually they will. Uh, they will come good, and I think they'll beat. I think they'll beat Costa Rica and Serbia. Although I think Serbia will make it make it difficult for them. Yeah. I think I'd have to I'd have to be on the in agreement with that. Um and it's it's then up to up to the second place. I think for me it has to be between Switzerland and Serbia. Just going on the result that Serbia got there, although maybe they'd have been expected to win that. Um I'd just put them probably slight favourites, but as you said, good players in the Swiss team, so yeah, that's a tight one. Yeah, as as a bit of a tight one. Um, I agree. I think probably given that result now, I think you would have to say that that Serbia are in, are in the driving seat, and it's kind of it's almost in their hands, I guess, in a way. But um, obviously, there's still two games left to play, and uh, against the the two best teams in in that group, so um, it'll be it'll be interesting anyway. It'll set up a a good final game. Yep, absolutely. Um, moving on to Group F then. Um, we've got Germany, probably a few people's favourites to to win the tournament, as they always really are. Um, Mexico, Sweden and South Korea. And this group really has thrown up one of the, the big shocks, if you could say, already with Mexico beating Germany 1-0 yesterday. Yeah, definitely. Uh, very un-German like, I think. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It was just again, didn't really, I didn't see too much of that game either. Um, but I think, by all accounts, I think 
Germany were really flat and their passing was a bit all over the place and that's not really the the sort of the Germany team that we were used to seeing over the last few years. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, react to that going forward. Um, but again, I think that that group's one of those, one of the few groups. Sorry, that um, basically any team could could beat any team on any given day. And I think that's that's been shown. Obviously, with Mexico getting the three points. Yeah, that that's a big. Um, that was a big, big win for Mexico. I think, obviously, a huge huge yeah. setback for Germany, but um, a good goal I saw. Goal yesterday was was a good one, um, and it's it's thrown it thrown it right open. Um, Sweden beat South Korea earlier on this afternoon. So, um, for me, I think probably South Korea are the weakest weakest team in that group, and will probably finish bottom. Uh, I can't see Germany finishing bottom, <laughs> but you never know. Um, Germany depends how they come back from that. Um, we got a tough job on now, but will they will they get through? Probably. Will they win it now though? Hmm, hard to say given what Mexico have done. Yeah, true. Uh, I think it'll. I don't know. It's difficult. I probably underestimated Mexico. I think coming into the tournament, so I, I probably wouldn't have had. I probably wouldn't have seen them through. Uh, the group, but now you just you don't really know. Uh, I think it would have been it would have been a probably a toss up between between Mexico and Sweden to, uh, to get through. Uh, as as group runners up, I think everybody would have had, uh, Germany to win the group, but um, no, they've definitely uh, staked their claim. So um, who knows? Who knows what will happen? Yep. Um. Big game for Germany next against Sweden. Um, and then I think we're probably hoping to get a few goals against Korea. But as you've seen, games that you maybe predict a lot of goals in um, have been really tight. So, again, is that uh, curse, the World Cup curse they've been talking about with teams winning it the previous year and then being eliminated in the group stage? So, mm. Could well happen to Germany, um, but they'll be hoping hoping to avoid that. Uh, good start for Sweden. I think really any win, regardless of how it comes, they'll they'll be looking to beat South Korea. But South Korea again themselves have are no no pushover, so mm-hmm. a close one. Oh, yeah, it was it was a bit of a close one. Uh, I watched that one earlier on. Uh, felt like it was a bit. It was quite end to end at times, um, and I think that Sweden are like actually pretty decent at the back. I think they've uh, they've kept a clean sheet in. So what was it twelve of their last fifteen games or something? Like that? I think they'd said. Um, so that like that's that's an incredible stat if that's actually true. Yeah, great record. Um, I just feel like they're. I feel like the Sweden team overall is sort of lacking a bit of quality that that you would have seen in previous tournaments. Obviously, with uh, the likes of Zlatan and and Henrik Larsson and 
Uh, John Gudetti and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Slipped the last one in there. <laughs> obviously, obviously, kidding on, kidding on there. No, of course, big, big Lustig representing there for you. So. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't think it was particularly great today, but I don't think it had to be, to be honest. Yeah, not when I saw, but um, yeah, probably one of the one of the closest run groups. Um, group G is the one that many people in this country certainly are hoping ends a ends a certain way. Um, it sees England joined by Belgium, Tunisia, and Panama. Um, yeah. and we had had the one game from this earlier. Uh, England just about to kick off, but Belgium three 0 winners over Panama. Um, I think nothing each at half time, but eventually the, the quality showing there. Oh, was it? Th- did it finish three 0 I three nil. I didn't actually see what the full time score was. Uh, in, in that case, then I get two correct scores. Yeah, I didn't want to bring it up, but good for me. <laughs> They actually scored the third with about 15, 20 to go, so I had 4-0 on there. Reckoned I was in with a shout, but... Yeah. Not to be. Oh, well. But Lots of football to be played, as they say. Yeah, exactly. And then, obviously, you, you would you would say then that, although not having seen the game, but you would say that uh, Belgium obviously probably didn't have a, a great first half, but came out second half and actually... Uh, done what a lot of teams haven't done yet and actually performed so yeah uh, clinical yeah they've got they've got a really good they've got a really good team as well that they've, they've taken there so yeah it's just it's just whether Belgium I, I would maybe not quite their last chance but maybe the Euros next next time but they've got this golden generation of players um, hmm yeah, no, definitely. I mean, look, look through it. I think there's 14 out of the 23 Premier League players. Um, Lukaku got two today, so he can be unplayable if he's if he's on form. Um, and for me, they're probably. I think actually they they won the won all all their games at, at the last World Cup in the group stage. Might be wrong, but um, favourites to win the group, Belgium for me. I think they'll. Probably just have too much for England, but uh, I can't see Tunisia or Panama uh, upsetting England. So Belgium and England through for me. Yeah, I would, I would agree as well. Unfortunately, but um, it's just the way, it's just the way it is sometimes. But I think, uh, I think previous tournaments as well. I think England, England have had a, a relatively easy group to to get through but um they've always managed to stumble at some point so um i'm hoping that happens again but I, this time i can't i just can't see it really i just don't see where uh tunisia or panama are gonna are gonna sort of create a surprise uh result against against england so uh, yeah, I would I would agree. I think Belgium top the group and then England to go through as runners up. Yeah, I, I think um I only heard a bit of the, the Belgium stuff on the radio. Um from all accounts Panama uh, gave a good account of themselves, worked quite hard, but 
the difference in quality, I think, is what shows eventually. Um, and and from that extent, it's probably going to be close for uh, third place between Tunisia and Panama. But just instincts saying that Tunisia will, will finish third there. Um, but as we've seen, who who knows? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then finally, we've got Group H, and that's the only one uh, where no games have been played. So this is a an actual preview <laughs> this time. Yeah. Um, maybe, arguably one of the the weaker groups, but um, again, you've seen from uh, previous results, teams teams can throw up some really good games. So I'm hoping that. Although Group H looks relatively weak compared to some of the others, uh, you might find a couple of built-in games in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so as well. I think um, uh, Colombia, obviously, so Colombia, Japan, Poland, and Senegal. So I think the, I think that that throws up a an interesting group, and hopefully that'll be the group that sort of sets the sets the World Cup alight. Um, I think they've. All four teams have got the potential to do that. I think they can create uh, some really good and, and interesting games. Uh, so I'm hoping that's I'm hoping that's what happens because it's been a bit um, not dull, but it's just it's not obviously lived up to to the to the last World Cup. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's one of those things you can never say. Oh, it's. The world, it's the World Cup, so it's going to be good. But even there is something good about sitting watching World Cup games, even though you know they're shite. Yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean, there's just something about yeah. them. Um, but it's just the it's the taking part in it. It's just the obviously it's viewed viewed all over all over the planet. So it's uh, there's that aspect as well, and it's uh, aye, whatever. Yeah. How do you think that group will finish up then? Um, I think that's a tough one to call. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably, I don't know, I'll probably have Colombia going through as group winners. Uh, and I'll say, I'll say that Poland will finish runners up with uh, Senegal just behind them and then Japan uh, finishing bottom of the group. Yep, I can maybe see Senegal causing somewhat of an upset. Um, whether that's enough to sneak through in second, they might win the group. I don't know. It might be. Uh, it might be uh, Sadio Mane's coming of age, not coming of age. <laughs> no, his career. Um, his career. Don't know. He might. You get guys like this that can just make a huge difference. Um. Yeah, definitely. We've seen it before with, with Senegal as well, with like particularly the two thousand and two World Cup where uh obviously they weren't fancied much at all. Um and, and surprised everybody by beating France. So um Was that the El Hajj Juf? Aye, uh-huh. Uh that's uh, that's England just scored as well, by the way. Have they, yeah? Three three guesses as to as to who you think scored. Um Harry Kane? Correct. I see. 
Live updates and quality analysis. This is exactly what you get here. Yeah. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Played already. And it's uh, it's actually a decent... It's a, it's a corner that comes in and uh, Stones gets up and the keeper sort of does well to get a hand on it, but he, he plays it just straight out to Kane. So it's straightforward that goal as, you, as you're ever, ever going to get. Yeah, so just, I guess, to finish up then on on Group H, I think. Columbia favourites probably with some of the players that they've got, but I don't know. I've got a, a strange feeling that there might be might be some interest to be had there. But by all means, I think Japan are going to finish bottom. Yeah. Which means they'll probably win the group. <laughs> probably, if, if that's... If it goes the same as uh, the rest of the World Cup's gone so far, then who knows? It could uh, spring up a wee surprise, but uh, I think it'll be. I'm just really interested to see uh, how how Iceland perform in the in the next two games as well. Uh, I think that'll be that'll be good. There'll be good ones to watch probably. Yeah. Iceland going through, um, and they would face, would it be a group, well, obviously depending on where they finish, but they play either Group C winners or runners-up, is that right? Uh, yeah. Right, so, again, looking at how France played, yeah. um, you never know, could this be Iceland's World Cup? Could they win it? I would absolutely love that. It would probably be the best result. Well, it would be the best be result the, in World Cup history, yeah, no doubt. It would be um, the best thing that ever happened in football. Yeah. Everyone's an Iceland fan, really, I think. Yeah. Especially when their when their goalkeepers making uh, uh, promotional videos. And uh, I think he did the he did Iceland's Eurovision. I didn't actually see that. Was it good? Video or not? Not for this year. I think it was a few years ago. But, but yeah, he's like a he's like a director or something. Like that. Right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting. He just he just saves messy penalties in his spare time. Yeah. Just exactly. It's just had to ask for time off for his work to go to the World Cup. So so I mean, obviously good good on him. And uh, I think the the coach is a dentist as well. I'm sure I'd, I'm sure I've seen that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the it'd be the ultimate underdog story to for them to do it. I think that's why everyone wants to see it. Um, oh God, there's uh, Tunisia's goalkeeper's just gone off injured. Has he? Stretcher? Yeah. No, he walked off shoulder injury. Right. Mo Salah. A Mo Salah. Sergio Ramos ran on and yeah, grabbed his arm. And, <laughs> Wrestled on the ground. Um, I think from the last preview, we, we did a, a couple of extra things um, over and above the groups we'd picked out. And obviously we can't quite do this since some of the, the games have already gone on, but I think we picked out some uh, games to watch and some games to avoid in groups E to H. Yeah. I think if you want a shock, you should probably watch Germany, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think that's got the potential of a big shock. You think so? Yeah. I can't see that though. No, I just see, I don't know, I just... I'm just going My moment is, is Mexico getting this goal <laughs> against them on a play in the counter-attack um, and then just holding on, but I don't know why I'm, I think that. Right, okay. I've got a, I've got a funny feeling as well that um, I think Brazil will, will uh, drop points in the first game against... Yeah. Uh, yeah. They do that a lot. I seem to remember Brazil starting quite well. Yeah, they, they normally do, but I just, I don't know, I've just got a, just this uh, sixth sense that um, something will happen. And I'm, but I think that, I think they'll score first. I will say that. And then uh, it'll be a, it'll be a great goal. And I think uh, Coutinho will score. Right. What, just a sort of long range curling effort from the edge of the box? Aye, just just outside the box, uh, right foot curler, uh, maybe hitting the post and going in. Right. Like I quite like the sound of that. Um, yeah. What then, other than stuff that maybe has already happened, <laughs> <laughs> what are we thinking uh, are the games to watch there? Uh, I'll go with, I think, um, Colombia and Senegal. Right. Uh, as a as a potential to be a a great game, obviously that's uh, the the third the third game in that group, so it'll be the last group game as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay, not the last by time, I don't think, uh, but the la- on the last day. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm fancying a wee bit of. Um, Potentially Germany, Sweden. Yeah. And dare I say England, Belgium. Given that yeah, hope, guess, yeah. Belgium score a few, but um, that's probably going to be the group decider there. Um, yeah. No, I, I would agree. I think that'll be. A, yeah, I think that'll be a really good game. I think I was meaning more in terms of like for for Senegal chasing that runners up spot. Uh, against Colombia, um, potentially want to want to top the group, so um, that would be my reasoning for for picking that game. Yep, and then just finally, then from those four groups, who do you reckon? Okay, two two questions actually that I remember. But if you were to pick your winner coming from those four groups, who'd you go well, with? Uh, I would say. I've actually forgotten <laughs> forgotten what groups are what now. So group group E. Yep. Is is Brazil. Brazil, right, okay. Ah yeah, of course. Right. Well, I, I would I would say Brazil. Uh to kick on and, and win that. Brazil being you're picking Brazil there to, to win the whole thing out of those four? All oh, right, you mean all oh, right? Okay. I mean, if you were to pick one out of the four groups to go on and win the tournament, to go and win the tournament, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is difficult because it's, you know, that there's teams there like Brazil that we've already seen and haven't really performed. And I know um, it's a tricky one. Yeah. Uh, I will say, no, nah, I'm going. I'll stick with Brazil. I think. Yep. I'm going to say, 
Belgium. Right. Are going to okay. come together and do it. Interesting. And I think finally we had. I keep saying finally, but I keep remembering <laughs> other questions that we'd asked from the the last preview. We'd picked out a or made up a a moment that would happen in one of the games. <laughs> I think from the first set of four, you'd said that uh, there were going to be eight goals in one of the games. I don't remember what one it was, but. Set, yeah, set at least seven goals in the, the game between France and Peru. All right, yeah, so that's not happened. Yeah, not happened. Yeah, and I think I predicted a, a Christian Eriksen free kick in the game between Denmark and France, maybe something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the group's E to H, just to round things off, uh, what's pick one game and pick a, pick a moment from it. Right, okay. I'll go with Saudi Arabia against Egypt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mo Salah. Oh, no, no, hold on a second here. I'm talking groups E to H. Oh, sorry, yeah. None of your. Right, okay. None of your group A. Right. <laughs> right, okay. My apologies. Let's see. What could we have, possibly? I think, uh, right, okay, here's one. England against Belgium. Right. England are, are winning 2-1 in the 88th minute and they'll go through as group winners. And then up pops big Dedrick Boyata. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to, to nod in a back post header. An injury time. To, to send Belgium through in goal difference. To send to send Belgium Belgium through as, as group winners. Right, okay. So okay. I like that. My moment is gonna be that at some point during the Poland Columbia game, a massive insect is gonna land on somebody's face. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, it's deja vu. <laughs> uh, I think in the Serbia versus Brazil game, All right. Kolarov is going to get a red card for a challenge on either one of Neymar or Marcelo. Right, okay. After getting frustrated at some showboating antics. What about uh, Kolarov getting sent off for uh, for knocking Neymar out with the ball? That would be great to see, but yeah, I think that's yeah. If you stuff that you would like to see, I think that would be up there for me. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. One. One final note. Yep. The the Panama and Tunisia game. Yep. I don't think anybody will be watching it, but I will say that it'll be that game will get delayed <laughs> due to <laughs> due to adverse weather conditions. But see, because because they want because they want both of the last games to be played at the same time, so th- would that mean that the England and Belgium game would also need to be? Yeah, interesting. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. Just get a... if that happens, 
I'll give you the prediction money myself. <laughs> right. You're not, you're not doing that anyway. Even though you've got it. <laughs> yeah. And assuming you're not going to win it yourself, but now you've got two correct scores, you probably, you'll probably be in there. Flying. We're absolutely flying there. Um, all right. So uh, I guess that concludes the draw, but um, next episode, we uh, will have a look at how everything's kind of unfolded. Um how bad the predictions really are um, and cover maybe more of the elite league stuff uh, from the other teams and indeed if there's been more more clan stuff then that as well yeah definitely um, obviously we just kind of touched base on the hockey but uh, time restraints and all that yep and all that jazz so hopefully next week we'll have a a fuller show um Padded out with some, uh, some news or other signings around the league, and and then we'll probably discuss about what's been happening in the World Cup. Uh, after um, Kyle Walker gets struck by lightning or something. Yeah, sounds good. Well, I guess uh, thanks for turning up. Thanks for coming. This is <laughs> yeah, been episode sixteen. That, um, that, I think. What's that? Are you making that a thing? I'm making that an official thing. Right. Thanks for turning up. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for turning down. <laughs> that's that's catchy. <laughs>